The main ingredient in Xanax is this thing called alprazolam. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> alprazolam? Yeah. Okay. I'll just edit that together and make it sound like I hit it on the first try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the active ingredient is alprazolam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. We're pregnant. Bro, do you even live? I can't eat another One bite. One is usually bigger than the other. It tastes awful. It hurt a Wait, bit. Why is it leaking? Did you Whoa. That's that smell. was not there I'll yesterday. Have a second of it's totally my natural color. Is supposed to look like that? Don't worry. That was deadly. I'm Terrell. And I'm Iris. Welcome to Health Science for the rest of us. A podcast where we take a super practical look at the body its shenanigans, and the world of fascinating ways we try and keep it healthy. This definitely won't replace a trip to your doctor's office, but it may help you make heads or tails of how to live in your body better. More important than that, this podcast will help you look like a total badass at your next Facebook debate. You did it again. We can edit that later. Let's Let's do do this. this. These days, thanks in part to advertising, it's not uncommon at all for prescription medications to become widely recognized, wildly popular household names. Just like you've probably heard of Kleenex, Chapstick, and Velcro, you've probably also heard of Lipitor, EpiPen, and Viagra. Drugs like these are managing to achieve a kind of celebrity status, but few have achieved this quite so well as a quiet little anxiety pill called Xanax. It's on TV, it's in song lyrics, it often gets compared to alcohol, and it has almost as many street names as drugs that are not even legal. So naturally, we decided we should learn more about it, To help us to do that, for this week's adventure, special co-host Gabby joined us to help explore what Xanax is, what it's like to take Xanax, and why some of its qualities look a bit like what you might expect from booze, marijuana, or cocaine. Each year, Around 40 million people explore treatment options for managing anxiety disorders. These disorders have at least nine different types, and all of them involve a kind of crushing anxiety that goes far beyond your typical cold feet or jitters. For people living with anxiety disorders, getting effective help is crucial. Sometimes, this help involves medication, and when it does, the one most commonly prescribed is Xanax. Xanax works by changing the way that anxiety responses are processed in the brain, but as we'll see in a moment when we cut away to our visit with Gabby, Xanax can do a whole host of other things, too. As a quick note, before we go any further, you might care to know that, for reasons that will make sense later, this episode includes a couple mentions of sex, and one mention of erections. 
We didn't devote much time or detail to these two topics, but if the word sex or the word erection will start a conversation that you do not want to have, you may like to save this episode for another time. That is all. All right, so we're going to get started. We have a game to play today about Xanax, but before we start the game, I have some background information. So we have five fun facts. The first fun fact about Xanax is that it is a prescription medication. It is FDA approved and it's supposed to be used for panic disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, and social anxiety disorder. Hi, I'm back. The anxiety disorders Terrell just described are only three of the nine or more types of anxiety disorders that the humans may experience. Each one has its own unique features, but the three you just heard about may all involve intense, uncontrolled worry or panic, in addition to feelings of impending doom, shortness of breath, chest pain, and pounding heart. The humans who experience these disorders typically find that they are not able to function very well in their daily lives without therapy or medication or both. So there's fun fact number one. Fun fact number two. The main ingredient in Xanax is this thing called alprazolam. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> alprazolam? Yeah. Okay, I'll just edit that together and make it sound like I hit it on the first try. Okay. <laughs> the active ingredient is alpraz... Oh. <laughs> One more time. The active ingredient is alprazolam. I said it right the first time. Alprazolam. Okay. The chemical name for Xanax is 8 chloral one methyl 6 phenyl 4 hs triazolo 4 3 alpha one four benzodiazepine Whoa. Yeah. That sounds like a mouthful, but versions of this particular compound are the same as a chemical compound that your body actually already makes. Oh. We're just going to call it Xanax for short because that's too much to say. Okay. Okay. Um, the street that, kids call it Zanny. You can call it Zanny. Oh, that's even shorter. Zanny is shorter <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, fun fact about Xanax number three: it works in your body in similar ways as alcohol, and so it depresses hmm. your nervous system, but it's not usually used as a liquid. It usually is used in the form of pills. That you put in your mouth, you don't put them like in your rectum or anything like that. And it takes up to two hours to get the full effect once you take the medicine. And the half-life is about 11 hours. So by the time 11 hours have passed, about half of the drug is out of your system. Fun fact number four about Xanax or Zanny if you're hip. <laughs> Um, it travels through your blood to your nervous system, and eventually your body gets it out through the pee. So you pee it out, and huh. yeah. But if you're pregnant, it can actually go through the placenta to the baby. Oh. Or, yeah, if you're nursing, then it can go through the breast milk to the baby. 
I think it says something on my prescription bottle, like tell your doctor if you're pregnant or something. I guess that's why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact number five about Xanax is that like other drugs is not without risks. So some of the risks are that people who use it might become dependent or they might have withdrawal symptoms when they try and stop using it. And some of those symptoms include insomnia, muscle twitches, diarrhea, seizures, impaired concentration, blurred vision, decreased appetite, and this thing called rebound anxiety, which is when the anxiety comes back really, really strong after you try to stop taking the medicine or take less of the medicine. Mm. Yeah. This is especially a challenge for people who use the drug for panic attacks or for people who take more than four milligrams a day or for people who use Xanax for more than 12 weeks. Oh, okay. So there's that. That's juicy. We have a bonus fact before we start our game. The bonus fact about Xanax is that people who use the drug might still experience early morning anxiety or anxiety between doses, or they need to take higher and higher doses in order to manage their anxiety. And some other common side effects include rashes, dry mouth, incontinence, like you can't hold your pee, drowsiness, memory impairment, confusion, drooling, changes in your menstrual cycle, and changes in sex drive. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to turn this around now. Um, I just described common side effects that people might experience if they take Xanax. How often do you think a particular effect has to happen in order for it to be called a common side effect? I don't know. Like, you would think that common means it has to happen pretty often, right? Mm-hmm. So I would think like most people, so like 80% of people who take it have those side effects, mm-hmm. which which would make me feel really good because I don't have those side effects. So I'm one of the 20%. <laughs> so 80% is your final answer? I think that's my final answer. Okay. The answer is 1 to 10%. Whoa, that's not common? That's how they decide what they call common side effects. How does that make sense? That doesn't seem very common to me. In order to communicate the risks involved with various medications, drug companies use a ranking system to describe the likelihood that the humans will experience different kinds of side effects. According to this system, which was developed by the Council for International Organizations of Medical Sciences, medication side effects can be described as either very common, common, uncommon, rare, or very rare. Very common side effects are side effects that happen to more than 10% of the humans who use a given drug. Uncommon side effects are side effects that happen to 1% or less of the humans who use a given drug. The math for describing rare side effects, and very rare side effects, gets a little messy, but these side effects can be thought of, as side effects that happen to less than 0% of the humans who use a given drug. So it goes from not very common at all to like extremely common, but just plain old common is 1 to 10%. Huh. Yeah. So you mentioned before that you have experience with this particular 
prescription. Is that something that you would be okay to talk about? Sure. Hold the phone. Special co-host Gabby is about to describe some of her personal experiences with Xanax, but other humans who use Xanax may have altogether different experiences than the ones that Gabby has had. If you are one of the humans trying to figure out how Xanax might affect your life, or your anxiety, or your music career, your best option is to meet with one of the human healthcare providers, so you can get some idea of what to expect based on your specific situation and health needs. Do you have any other things that you notice about this particular medicine that maybe other people who have never used it before wouldn't know? So when I first got the prescription, I was having, it was more like panic attacks. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why I started taking it as I, as needed. Cause you know, I went through a divorce and I was having like these crying panic attack things that I couldn't Mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so that's when I first started taking it. And one of my coping strategies was running. Mm -hmm. So apparently if you take Xanax and go running, Mm -hmm. you can run forever, but then you end up with a... (laughs) But then you end up with a stress fracture because you ran so much and like you don't like stop yourself. So I would say like be very careful if you're a person who likes to run and exercise because I'm pretty sure that's how I got my stress fracture Hmm. because like I would try to like double dose, right? Like take the medicine and use my coping strategies Mm -hmm. and then I ended up with a huge cast on my leg. So no, (laughs) so don't do that. You had a, an interesting year then that year, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. So you've been taking it, you just take it as needed, but you've been taking it for a while? Yeah, since 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. How satisfied I, would you say you are? I'm pretty satisfied with it because I don't really take it that often. Usually mm-hmm. the bottle expires now before I even finish all of them. Mm-hmm. Um so I have, I've needed it less and less. I think for me, it's more, yeah, I've been taking it since 2013, but I needed more, I needed it more often than, than I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then satisfied, I'm pretty satisfied with it because I don't need something every day. Mm-hmm. So I needed something that would act quickly when I needed it, but I don't have to take it every day. Mm-hmm. I would say that the downside of taking it as a PRN is that that drowsy, it causes a whole lot of drowsiness and that mm-hmm. drowsiness typically goes away if you take it every day. Mm-hmm. But since I don't take it every day, I mm-hmm. always have the drowsiness. Mm-hmm. So if there were an alternative, I think that would work quickly and well, but not like knock me out. That would be good because I can't, mm-hmm. I can never take it and then drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, maybe other people could, but that's my body's like, nope, good night. <laughs> All you need to do is just coordinate your panic attacks with when you need to be places. That's the I know. obvious solution. <laughs> right. Like that would work really well. Yeah. And my therapist said, you know, try to use, cause they won't prescribe you anymore Xanax or anything like that. Typically your doctor will not prescribe it unless you are seeing a therapist and working on your issues mm-hmm. because they don't want you to be stuck on these medicines forever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I try to do meditation and journaling and getting enough sleep and exercise and eat well and all those things. Mm-hmm. Try to limit my caffeine, but, you know, I have to have some, some coffee. Oh, no. Otherwise, I'm just not awake. <laughs> that means you're pooping and peeing all the time. Mm-hmm. I think so. (laughs) Do they have a particular taste or smell 
They taste bitter. Hmm. So, like, if it touches your tongue, it tastes really bitter. Kind of like how aspirin tastes bitter. Hmm. The uncoated aspirin. It's kind of like that. It's kind of bitter. So, when you snap it in half, you taste it more because they're coated otherwise, like, with a very light coating. Mm -hmm. But one time I put one in my mouth, and then I couldn't find my cup. And so, I was running around (laughs) the house looking at my cup, and it started to melt a little bit, and it tasted really bad. So, I don't recommend that. Have your water ready. Yeah. (laughs) Does it make you more thirsty? You know, usually when I need it, it's at night before bed. Mm-hmm. And so I have to stop drinking water at about 9 p.m. or else I'm up all night anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so since I usually have to take it before bed, because that's when my anxiety, like I, I can usually use coping strategies during the day. Mm-hmm. But then when I start to go to bed at night, if I haven't, if I can't get myself to settle, that's when I have to take one. Mm-hmm. Or half of one. Mm -hmm. And so usually I don't think I'm thirsty, but I'm asleep. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair enough. Cool. So no special smell when you first pop open the bottle? I don't think so. I mean, there's always that like purified air smell, I guess, Mm. whatever they do to like seal the bottle well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't remember a smell. Mm-hmm. So the first time I took it, I took a whole one and then went to sleep and then woke up and I was like drunk for a mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. So I think that I would tell people like, don't drive or have anywhere important to be or anything mm-hmm. the first time you take it because mm-hmm. you want to be, you want to know how that half-life is going to affect you. Mm-hmm. It took me a full 24 hours to get over that full dose. So now I snap them in half. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're ready... We are going to start our game today. Are you excited? I'm excited. Do I win a prize? We can discuss a prize. (laughs) Prize can be arranged. Okay. Mm, Yes, we'll come back to that. (laughs) In the meantime, the game we're going to play is unofficially sponsored by Urban Dictionary. And the game is called Xanax or (laughs) Naw. This game will have three rounds, and each round will have six questions. In each question, I'm going to describe a particular substance, and I will ask you to tell me if you think that it is Xanax I'm describing or some other thing. Okay. Round one is called Xanax or Alcohol. Alcohol is a drink made from the chemical breakdown of grains, fruits, or other sources of sugar. Because of the way this drink affects the human's bodies, drinking it in large amounts or over long periods of time may cause the humans to experience effects like blackouts, brain damage, and liver disease. Okay. So to start round one, I'm going to read you a sentence about a substance, and I'll ask you to tell me if you think it is Xanax or alcohol. Okay, I'm ready. All right. This substance can be detected on your breath. Alcohol. Correct. Xanax (laughs) requires a blood test or maybe a pee test. All right. I only know that because, you know, I worked in drug rehab. (laughs) Oh, I forgot that. Mm -hmm. So you have to do a blood or a piss test. I'm sorry, a pee test. You can say piss. (laughs) For Xanax. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, the next sentence for round one, Xanax 
or alcohol is, this substance may behave differently inside your body if you mix it with grapefruit or grapefruit juice. Um, Beth Zannies. Okay, final answer? I think so. You sounded pretty sure about that. I feel like I'm sure because I have another prescription that I'm not on anymore and I can't even remember what it was and it had a grapefruit warning on the bottle. Mm, okay. So I feel like I know that that's related to prescription drugs. You would be correct. If you Woohoo! If you take Xanax and grapefruit or grapefruit juice, the idea is that the grapefruit or the grapefruit juice messes with one of the enzymes that your body uses to get the Xanax back out of your system. And so people, okay. yeah, they try and be careful with grapefruit and grapefruit juice if they're using Xanax. Okay, next one. Round one, Xanax or alcohol. <laughs> Men misuse this substance more than women. Oh, that's a hard one. Because I feel like men misuse substances more than women in general. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> At well, men, younger men. I think as a, I'm not sure if it changes as people age. Mm hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go with alcohol. You are correct. You are also correct in that other thing that you said about men misusing drugs, particularly illicit or illegal drugs, more than women. Okay, next sentence for Xanax versus alcohol is, this substance behaves differently inside your body if you use it while taking birth control pills. Oh Lord, I should know the answer to this one. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I don't know the answer, but do you think it would make a difference if you're using birth control pills versus NuvaRing? I need to know the answer if it's Xanax. <laughs> it's, I don't want to give it away. The answer is yes. Okay. This, this. I mean, I would think it's Xanax because I don't think that, I mean, alcohol, I don't think would affect your, be affected by your birth control. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's Xanax, but now I want to know if, because I'm on NuvaRing, if I should be concerned about the effect of Xanax. Well, what do you say your final answer is? I'm going to go with Xanax as my final answer. You are correct. There is uh, there's an effect of the oral birth control that makes it so that the Xanax stays in your system longer. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, and that appears to be specific to oral birth control. So probably the NuvaRing will not have any kind of interplay with the Xanax, but if okay. you're hoping not to make babies anytime soon, it might be a nice idea to double check. Right. <laughs> Moving right along, here's the next statement for round one, Xanax or alcohol. The sentence is, this substance has to undergo special security screening if you want to take it with you on an airplane. Now that's Xanax, because I had to take it with me on an airplane once. <laughs> Final answer? Final answer. You are correct. But For you know, I will tell you that now I just stashed one in my wallet and nobody ever cares. <laughs> we, uh, 
Edit that out. Don't get some people in some trouble. Yeah, I won't get people in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what's weird about this is they make you go through extra screening for Xanax, but not for alcohol. Right, but they sell alcohol in the, like, whatchamacallit? Yeah. Airports? Yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, whatever. Okay. I'm not I think it's because it's like, um, I forget the word, but like I can't get Xanax mail order. I have to go to the physical pharmacy. Oh, yes. We're going to talk a little bit more <clears throat> about that later. There is yeah. concern of like smuggling with Xanax and oh. with, yeah, with this idea of people like smuggling it into different countries from other countries in order to sell it. Oh. Yeah. And I guess since alcohol is easy to get, then maybe there's right. less concern. Less concern, and, yeah. Yeah. And you have to have the alcohol in those little small bottles. And so probably mm-hmm. not very lucrative to try and smuggle uh. alcohol because how much money are you going to make off of one of those lotion bottle sized alcohols? Right. So. And they sell those at Dollar General now for like yeah. a dollar or, do- or family dollar. One of yeah. those. <laughs> yeah. Well, depending on what state you live in. Yeah. That's, that's true. just easier to get. So if you're going on a plane, make sure you take your drugs out and show it to the security people. Man, be, I never do that. But don't be I will. It in your I, will <laughs> I will be doing it from now on. I, I will try to do that. Yeah. You don't want to get stuck in somebody's airport somewhere. I know, right? Over one little Xanax. That'd be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> No one has time for that. (laughs) To be clear, if you're one of the humans planning to fly in an airplane with more than 3.4 ounces of alcohol, you will likely be told to take the alcohol to the checked baggage area because the alcohol will not be allowed onto the plane with you during the flight. More detailed information about this can be found at the Transportation Security Administration website at www.tsa.gov. Here is the last statement for round one, Xanax versus alcohol. The statement is, this substance goes stale if you keep it past the expiration date. Go stale? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with alcohol, because I don't think stale is a word you use for prescription drugs, right? You would just say, like, expired. So I'm going to go alcohol. That is your final answer? I think so, yeah. I'm sorry to say that is incorrect. Alcohol, yeah, alcohol doesn't technically go bad ever, but Xanax does have an expiration date like you said. So maybe we'll just give you credit for that. Maybe it doesn't (laughs) technically go stale, but it does expire. So congratulations. That was round one, Xanax or alcohol. And I will admit that I've lost track of how many of those you got right. Oh, me too. I guess you just, you get a prize, E for effort. For You'll get a participation right. prize. Okay. All right. Here is our second round, and it is called Round 2, Xanax or Marijuana. Ooh. Ooh. The term marijuana describes the dried flowers of a plant called cannabis sativa. Some of the humans use marijuana for smoking or mixing into foods or making tea because the marijuana can create feelings of peace or relaxation. 
marijuana may have negative effects on memory, learning, attention, decision-making, coordination, emotions, and reaction time, especially for the younger humans, such as teenaged humans, but marijuana is still the most popular of all the illegal drugs used in the United States. Same rules apply. I will read a statement, and you'll tell me if you think that I am describing Xanax or marijuana. Okay. Here is statement one for round two, Xanax or marijuana. The statement is, this substance may have originally been discovered in China. In China? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with Xanax. Final answer? Final answer. The correct answer is marijuana. Darn. <laughs> if you're interested, Xanax was originally developed in Kalamazoo, Michigan, in the late 1960s, for a company called the Upjohn Company. At the time, the science humans created Xanax as part of the search for a new sleep aid medication, but eventually applied to get FDA approval for Xanax as an anxiety medication. Alright, here is the second statement for round two, Xanax or marijuana. I'm ready. The statement is, people who use this substance may experience hallucinations. I'm gonna go with marijuana. Final answer. I don't think I remember that in your side effects <clears throat> list that you read earlier. That is correct, it is marijuana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're rolling now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Statement number three, for Xanax or marijuana, this substance comes in the form of a white powder. Oh, that's Xanax. That is your final answer? Yes. Yes, it is Xanax. <laughs> All right. That one was kind of easy compared to this next one. So okay. The next statement for Xanax or marijuana is, this substance dissolves in alcohol, but not in water. Dissolves in alcohol, but not in water. I'm gonna go with Xanax because you said that you pee Xanax out. And I know that you can't drink alcohol with Xanax because it increases the effect. So it makes me feel like it must dissolve in alcohol and then get more in your bloodstream. So that's my final answer. I'm going scientific this time. I hope I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I very much enjoyed that logic. You're correct. Yeah. yeah. Science. Z Science. Xanax is an example of an organic compound, which means that, among other things, it does not play nicely with water. In order to overcome this, the human's bodies use an enzyme in the liver, called CYP3A, to break down the Xanax so it can be flushed back out of their systems. Okay, next statement for Xanax or marijuana. In 2018, Natalie Portman joked about mixing this substance with wine and Tide Pods in a song called Natalie's Rap 2.0. Oh gosh, now you know I'm, I'm not good at pop culture. <laughs> Let's see, you always send me pop culture to like increase my knowledge. <laughs> I'm gonna go, if it was a joke, it sounds like it was a joke, so I'm going to go with Xanax. The correct answer is Xanax. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and the line is, Xanny's dissolving in my Pinot. Tide Paws, <laughs> the only f***ing thing I snack on. 
<laughs> Watch out and go motherfucking black swan. <laughs> I'll send that to well, you now, later. I know, right. Send that to me later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here is the last statement for round two, Xanax or marijuana. It is, this substance is illegal to take without a prescription. Well, I guess that would be Xanax because it seems like marijuana is getting more and more legalized. So I'm going to go with Xanax. Final answer? Yes. Uh, that was a trick question. So nah. the answer is technically both are illegal without a prescription at the federal level. I see. Yeah. But in many states, it's becoming legal at the state level to have marijuana with a prescription. I see. Xanax, on the other hand, is illegal everywhere without a prescription. Okay. Which I think is partly why they give you shit at the airport. Okay. So, <laughs> so don't give it to my friends. I'm just kidding. Correct. I wouldn't do that anyway. <laughs> Correct. Not for free. They pay <laughs> I'll erase that. <laughs> All right. We have one round left. This is round three. Xanax or cocaine? Oh, this is going to be a hard one. Mm -hmm. The term cocaine describes a very addictive drug made from the leaves of a plant called Erythroxylon coca. The original version of this drug was created in the 1900s as a pain killer, but some of the humans now use new, altered versions of the drug to achieve feelings of excitement or alertness even though the drug's effects only last for about 15 to 30 minutes, and can lead to heart attacks, strokes, seizures, and sudden death. Should have saved that white powder question for this one, it would have been a trick question. <laughs> it was there originally, but I decided to move it for entertaining reasons i see which we'll see soon i hope okay <laughs> so the first statement for round three xanax or cocaine is people who use this substance may feel more awake and more energized well that has to be cocaine because i fall right to sleep if i take xanax final answer final answer that is correct <laughs> when you started that sentence it in my mind, I heard it ending differently than how it ended. It sounded like you were going to say, because I know when I take cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't be taking cocaine. Okay. Yeah, but you know what I was thinking about, though, was the one pop culture thing I do know is that Bruno Mars was taking some cocaine because you know I love my Bruno Mars when I'm sad. Mm. And so... <laughs> Mm -hmm. And so he was taking cocaine, and I was like, that's why he's so energetic on stage. See? <laughs> that makes sense. And sweaty, too. He gets all sweaty. Yeah, he does get all sweaty. His hair he flies a, around. He needs to calm down with that cocaine. I hope he stops. I mean, he probably doesn't. He probably did. I think he got in big trouble. And, you know, he's supposed to be like that wholesome, mm. wholesome guy mm. in the music. So. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what number are we on? Number two? I don't know. <laughs> I think number two. We just okay. talked about Bruno Mars and cocaine. So Yeah, <laughs> Next. that's how that goes. Okay. Um, round three, Xanax and cocaine. Next statement is, people who use this substance may have to pay about $3 per milligram. $3 per milligram. Mm -hmm. I hope that's Xanax because then I can sell. I'm just kidding. I won't sell my Xanax. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go with cocaine. Cause my Xanax prescription, I feel like I get those 25 milligram pills, 30 of them for like $7. Hmm. So it must be cocaine. Hmm. Final answer? Final answer. The correct answer is Xanax is about $3 oh, really? per milligram. Maybe mm -hmm. that's because my um, prescription coverage covers so much. That's the rub. It varies depending on what kind of insurance you have. Right. Okay. It, it also varies depending on how many pills you buy at once. Okay. And it, it varies depending on how many milligrams are in the pills. Oh, you can get, that makes sense. Yeah, like you can get a bottle <clears throat> of 30 0 0.5 milligrams and that will cost a different amount than a bottle of say 10 4 milligram okay. tablets. Hopefully nobody's <clears throat> taking that much because that would be a lot. But it just <laughs> it varies. And I would venture to say that probably no one knows what average prices for cocaine are because cocaine's illegal and people probably know see now your listeners know that me and you don't go on the street and buy cocaine we have no <laughs> idea how much it costs <laughs> yeah i have no clue what it costs in fact i could not even find it on the internet i think oh. you need the dark web you are gonna get the federal the fbi is gonna be coming knocking down your door looking oh, for sure. cocaine on the internet oh yeah they're gonna be like we're looking for the woman who was reading about erupting <laughs> armpits and cocaine what? and yeah. male circumcision <laughs> those are literally in my search uh okay we have to bring this back <laughs> okay. i don't know what question we're on three maybe i don't know i don't either yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay we're on round three xanax and cocaine and we have i think four questions to go okay so the next one is women appear to use this substance more than men Women use it more than men. I'm going to go with Xanax because what we said earlier was men are more likely to use the illicit drugs. Final answer? Final answer. You are correct. More prescriptions for women for Xanax than for men. Interesting. Yeah. I'll bet that probably also has to do with the fact that statistically men are less likely to talk about things like mental health at the doctor's office and That's they're true. less likely to show up to the doctor's office, these sorts of things. I talked about a little bit more in the men's health episode. I forget which one. It was uh, It was episode 33, Adventures, Adventures in, in Movembering. I think I'll edit that in later. But <laughs> yeah, they're just less likely. So it, it might be that they need it as much, but they aren't using it as much. Right, aren't accessing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, final stretch. Round three, Xanax or cocaine. The next statement is, street names for this substance include school bus, bicycle parts, bars, and blue footballs. <laughs> those are some interesting street names. Apparently I don't live on the street because I don't know any of those. <laughs> But my Xanax is kind of shaped like a football. It's not blue, though. Hmm. Didn't you say blue footballs? Mm -hmm. So it's not blue, but it's shaped kind of like a football. Hmm. So I'm going to go with Xanax. Final answer? Final answer. That is correct. And that, that rationale made sense to me. Like, I don't I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I get it. school bus. What does Bicycle that even mean? Bicycle parts. I don't know. Yeah. Really. I don't, I'm not hip, so. 
We'll we'll further Google this later if the authorities. See, that's how don't you know you're really first. starting to get old. That's not how I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know because when I laugh, I fart not on purpose. Man, that's funny. You should keep that in. I'll keep it. (laughs) Okay. Two more. Um, The next statement for round three, Xanax or cocaine is... Some people believe that this substance leads to better sex. I'm going to go with cocaine because it's a stimulant. So I could see that people would think that. So I'm going to go with cocaine. When you say stimulant, what does that mean? So it like stimulates. I almost forgot the word stimulate. (laughs) It stimulates your nervous system so like makes you like more aware and gives you more energy rather than xanax which is a depressant so it like depresses your central nervous system so i'm gonna go with like that stimulation would probably assist with sex final answer final answer with a caveat i feel like it would assist with sex initially because i heard people talk about this in drug treatment with um opioids Mm -hmm. that like the first time that they used it it helped with sex but then, like, they needed more and more of it, and then they couldn't have sex anymore. The men couldn't have sex anymore because they couldn't get an erection. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, I'm going to go with cocaine. All right. You are correct. People Woo-hoo! think that cocaine leads to better sex. Sounds like it might not be the case that that's true, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the last question of the last round. Okay. Round three, Xanax or cocaine? The statement is, people who make this substance may make it in different colors as a kind of calling card. <clears throat> a calling card? I feel like a pharmaceutical company doesn't care about a calling card. Of course, people can make illegal Xanax. Mm, mm-hmm. Hmm, this is a hard one. And you did say blue footballs, and my Xanax is white. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. I've only ever seen white cocaine, so I'm going to go. I mean, not that I've seen it, but like on TV. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but like on TV, right? Yeah, like on, on TV. TV. Wink. Like it's always. <laughs> <laughs> on TV, it's always white. And like you always hear about like a white powder, mm-hmm. like when they cops see a white powder you know mm-hmm. on that show cops we all watched in the 90s mm-hmm. is that still on i don't know but oh, anyway that's a whole cops. thing i'll tell you about it later they have okay. new cop shows that are what oh yeah it's even more cops okay so anyway it's even more cops. intrusive oh that's terrible and, and consent is even less firm of the people yeah. being arrested but i'll tell you about it <laughs> okay okay so I'm going to go, what was I saying? Okay, so since I think that cocaine is always white because of what TV has taught me, because mm-hmm. TV never lies, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Xanax. <clears throat> you are correct. Woohoo! Xanax can be made in different colors as a kind of calling card. For the most part, when Xanax is made with different colors, it's because the different colors tell you the different um, dosages. Oh, so you have so maybe mine are white because they're the smallest dose. Right. They, I th- they, they like color code them to tell you the dosage. Uh-huh. Well, we've made it to the end. You've won the game. Woohoo! 
have we, a winner. We will discuss uh, prizes. Okay. In the meantime, based on your own experiences and based on any of the things that we've talked about today, what now is your overall impression of this particular prescription? I think if somebody needs something every day, I don't think Xanax is the best choice. Because mm -hmm. like you were saying, you need more and more of it over mm -hmm. time. And then you have all these terrible side effects if you try to come off of it. Mm -hmm. So I would say if you need something every day, talk to your doctor about something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how things pan out with this particular prescription because... Right now, it seems like as opiate prescriptions are going down, prescriptions for drugs like Xanax are going up. And, oh. Yeah. And even with all of the potential side effects and with the difficulty coming off of the drug, about 50 million prescriptions are written a year. Wow. So a lot of people are still using this medication at That's varying crazy. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's really become more and more a part of pop culture. You hear Xanax and Zanny and stuff in music and on TV and uh, Twitter and these sorts of places. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll all grow with this particular medication in a way that is healthy. And I hope not, so. Yeah, hopefully it won't turn into a, a thing. So there you have it. It turns out that some drugs are just better for getting you locked up at the airport. But in all seriousness, before we go, we would like to tell you that if you're feeling overwhelmed by anxiety but you're not quite sure how to get help, you might like to start by calling the National Helpline for the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, or SAMHSA for short. They have all sorts of information to help you connect with local support groups, therapists, and community-based organizations near wherever you happen to live. The number for SAMHSA is 1-800-662-4357, but SAMHSA also has a website which we've included in this episode's show notes. That's all for now. Stay tuned, everybody. Special thanks to special co-host Gabby for sharing her Xanax experiences with us for this episode. Please tell the other humans to listen to the podcast so I don't have to go back to my day job. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Health Science for the rest of us. If you like what you heard, be a pal and spread the love by sharing this podcast with a friend. If you're not sure how or if your friend just needs some help, you can both get some quick tips from our fun YouTube tutorial. Just tap on the link in the show notes from this episode. To learn more about the show in general or to see some pretty hilarious health memes and videos, stop by our website at healthscienceforeveryone.com. We're also on Facebook in the group section and on Twitter under the name Health Science Podcast. That's all one word. For a limited time, Health Science for the rest of us, listeners, can save 20% on all NZT products at my online store by entering the promo code DARK42TOWERBEAMSUNSHINESTRAIN. No, 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 I told you we're not doing that. My apologies. www.irisspecialtystoreforthingshumansbyclairhealth.com Iris! Sorry. I'm hitting the button now.
Is that how my voice sounds? <laughs>